Let's say you have Netflix, but there's only one show on it. What show would you want to be on it? There's one show you can watch in perpetuity. What show is that? Well, I mean, right now we're watching The Good Place, so that's what I want to keep watching. And it feels like the mediocre place in the medium place in The Good Place. Like you have a TV, but you can only watch one thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's where the question came be, from. This what would be, be the medium place. Yeah. Answer, am I in the medium place? I've been a medium human, so, you, so I ended up in the medium place. So your answer is you'd watch The Good Place? Well, I said that's what it makes me think of. What I would, don't know if that's... What show would you have... Like, there's one show that you can watch for the rest of time. What you show is I'm it? You know I'm terrible at stuff like this. I hate picking, like... You have to. That's the question. Fine. Then it would be... New Girl. <laughs> Great. I just watch that over and over. It would make me happy, sad. I feel like I would get a lot out of it. I could really ride that for a long time. New Girl's a great choice. I think for me, it would be. First thing came to mind for me was Seinfeld. That's not on Netflix. No, I'm saying you could pick any show to be on Netflix. Oh. But it's really a one show flicks, it's a uniflix. It's a. Uno flicks. This is like if you're debating the moderator, like the moderator knows all the actual rules of the question. Yeah. And they always answer. It's just one show. One show you can only watch the rest of your life. Stay with what I said. What show would you, what show would be like your good place show? A show that would be like, at least I can watch TV, but it's the worst. Like having only drinking warm beer. Your favorite beer. Your favorite beer. But it's always always warm. warm. Yeah, I mean, I think I would choose New Girl. It, it it doesn't matter. It could be your very favorite thing. It's but it's the only thing that you get to watch. No, what would the what would be like your torture show? Well, then that would be the bad place. Yeah, let's say you're in the bad place. What would be the tor- your torture show? Um, that you've watched and you can kind of watch it, but if you had to watch it forever, it would drive you. It would torture you. Um, that I I don't know. Do you have one? Jersey Shore. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it would be, I would, it would be so awful. <laughs> be so awful. Oh, you don't want to watch the situation oh. <laughs> all day. Luckily they're all in jail now, so it's fine, but. No, they're not. And he's out, but he did go to jail for like tax evasion or something. Or like another nightmare for me, for me would be like, if I had to watch Seinfeld with all the cast was like the real housewives and they're just acting all the different parts, but they played. Like oh they my were the, gosh. they were all the characters in Seinfeld, but it was them. That would be hell on earth. Or what if you just had to watch all their commercials that they do, where they're legitimately trying to do a good job at acting, <sighs> and they're getting paid, but they are terrible actors. Like every time you're watching it, I walk in the room and I'm like, I'm not watching this garbage, and I s- stare at it for a minute, and then I like sit down because it's such <laughs> a train so wreck. Crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> it is. It's oh fun. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Um. Adam, I'm not answering the second part of your question because I can't think of it. I'm just not good at these kinds of questions. That's fair. If you loved me, you would probably know that. Um, 
Would you like to tell us about the wine? I would. This is exciting. It's an exciting moment in the history of the podcast. So um, we encourage this behavior. Uh, <laughs> so the people that did this are trailblazers, but a couple of friends, very dear friends, Tim and Karen, who live in Los Angeles, also just huge fans of the pod, avid listeners, I'd say, sent us a box, uh, two two wines from their local winery, like one of the first one of the original wineries in Los Angeles, Los Angeles County, and it's kind of come back. And so they went there, they loved it, they signed it for the club, and they sent us two bottles. And so we're drinking the white tonight, which... Um, the winery is called Angelino. Yeah, it's called Angelino Wine, and we're drinking a Verdejo. Oh, it actually is so good. This, this... What it's a white and it is beautiful in color. It's kind of like golden, not too light. Mm, um, I like it, but it's got a little bit of boldness to it. Mm-hmm. It's still got a nice smooth finish. It's kind of interesting. I like it. A Definitely lot. buttery, not oaky. It is not buttery. It's tasty. It's very good. It's fresh. It's crisp. I wonder if people know that you're joking when you're always like. Of course, they, they know I'm joking. I also don't know much about wine other than just I drink it a lot. But man, it's very good. I always say that this one to me tastes like fermented grape juice. I say it's have like. Have you ever had that? I have. Uh, I'm actually drinking it now. Yeah. It's like someone left grape juice in the refrigerator for seven years and then got it out and opened it. Do you know what always makes me feel really good is when people who do know a lot about wine start describing wine to me and they're saying it to me like we're both, they they have this look in their eye and this tone of their voice that like we're both getting this or that I under, that I even know what the heck they're talking about at all. Then I'm like, I'm honestly just flattered that you're having this conversation with me at any level exactly like and i'm always like mm, yes yes uh definitely I, you know what i was gonna say that you said it you're being rude yeah you beat me and to you're it. saying everything about the wine so that i can't say it but i was gonna say all those things it's like are you getting phosphates are you getting phosphates oh s- petroleum petrol petrol <laughs> so much petrol on the tongue oh man petrol cherries thanksgiving dinner oh delicious it's very good though Thank you, Tim and Karen, for sending this to us. Um, if you'd like our address to send us your favorite bottles, hit us up at Hot Take at Happily Opinionated, and we'll get that out to you. Yeah, thanks, Tim and Karen. You're the best. And you, you guys, guys really we great. are expecting a lot of bottles to start coming in the mail. So yes, um, you, there's really no getting out of that. Just start doing it. I yeah. guess mm-hmm. if you don't want that monkey on your back, go get that <laughs> bottle and send it right away. Yep the 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 peace you'll feel once you send that will yeah. be transformational. Yep. We sound like we sound like we sound like TV evangelists right now. <laughs> if you guys send us a bottle of wine, we're gonna send you a cloth with Beth and I's saliva on it, and it'll bring you good luck. Ew! That's what they do. They do that kind of stuff. They're like with their saliva. Well, they'll be like, "I'm gonna send you a holy cloth with oils." They. Oh. I used to stay up late at night and order those when I was in high school to see what I would get. Like you give them your call in and give them like your address and see what they send you. Wow. Yeah, I got like a prayer rock and a prayer cloth and a whole bunch of oil. To annoy myself with. That's cool. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You were a troubled teen. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for a way out. (laughs) The signs were there. Uh, Your parents could have done something to help you. The signs were clearly there. 
Like, <laughs> he won't read Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, but maybe he'll watch a televangelist and order some holy oil. <laughs> that They would have been scared out of their minds if oh, you were ordering gosh. holy oil. I know. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to dive into today's? I'm ready. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah, I didn't want Adam to know what we were talking about today. I don't know why. I just like to do that. Um, we are going to talk about the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, that has been trying to be placed into the Constitution for almost 100 years. Oh, I know about this. Yeah. It's, um, it's specifically meant to ensure that women have the same rights as men, mm-hmm. specifically in, in regards to gender. So that women can't be sexually discriminated against. So you're telling me that women aren't happy with just voting for the men they want in office? I know. It's so... When will we... When will enough be enough? When will we be grateful? I mean... I keep wondering that. I'm just saying, like, if you can... You have the ability to vote for whatever white man you want that you think is going to make your life easier. I know. What else do you What else do you need? What else do we need? <laughs> Every day I look in the mirror and I say to myself, um, you... Got to be married to a man. Mm-hmm. You got to have children. Mm-hmm. Your husband works and puts you in a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. He gives you money. Mm-hmm. And then I and I say to myself, now don't you go asking for anything else. And you, and I keep a lid on it. I keep a lid on it. That's perfectly you. <laughs> <laughs> All the podcast listeners know how well I keep a lid on. Oh things. yeah. Um. So I wanted to talk about it because. It's so interesting to me how controversial this is. It seems so simple, right? Like women in large have, we have fought and earned a lot of the rights that men have had for a much longer time than us. Why do we need to have this put into the constitution? And the other part of it is, the other side of it is, what like it, it it becomes putting anything into the constitution now is just so so scary because you don't know how those words can be used mm-hmm. throughout the rest of time yeah totally right? and so that's a big part of like making any amendment to the constitution right it is the people's fear of the interpretation over centuries mm-hmm. of time so do you know how many times in the constitution The Constitution declares something equal for both men and women. Uh, Like twice? Close. Once. Mm. The only thing that is equal for men and women that's declared in the Constitution is the right to vote. That's the only thing that specifically says that men and women have this right. I mean like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Well, that says like all men... And it's implied. There's just nothing else that's specific about it. But then also we have to ask ourselves, if we did have to be specific about voting, then what else do we need to be specific on? If we weren't protected in that, we didn't have that right, we had to earn that right and have it be specifically placed into the Constitution, um, then, you know, are we truly protected? So... Let's uh, let's let's go through some of it. The ERA was introduced in 1923 by a woman named Alice Paul, with a goal with a goal of expanding the rights guaranteed in the Constitution to both genders. 
For women, this is about safety and security. Alice argued that we weren't safe until the principle of equal rights for all was written into our government's framework. So it's like, unless we can point to it and say, like, here it is, we decided this, all the things that we've achieved essentially could be undone in the same way that they were done, right? There's nothing to stop it. No. In a way, putting the ERA into our Constitution would put into law equal protection from discrimination of all people regardless of sex. It would also give a clear baseline for rulings in court systems regarding sexual discrimination. So I got some of this information really quickly. My source was equalrightamendment.org. And these are all the reasons that they want to do it. Um, The 14th Amendment guarantees all citizens equal protection of the law, so to speak. So why isn't that enough? Um, This was put, the 14th Amendment was put into the Constitution in 1868. So that guaranteed that like citizens naturally born or attained citizenship get equal protection of the law. Mm -hmm. So why, a lot of people argue like, why isn't the 14th Amendment enough? Like, doesn't that protect women? Mm Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Like, why do women need more than that? I think just because it's not expressly outlined. But to your first point. Well, it is. It says all people. Yeah, but like, that's the 14th Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. And the 19th Amendment, get a, 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 um, a guaranteed your right to vote, women's right to vote. Yeah. I know. So right there is kind of the argument, I think. Oh, you're so smart, Adam. <laughs> That's the that was like the first thing I thought of too, and I wrote it down. That was the thing I was going to say. Like we put the Fourteenth Amendment in uh, that was um, ratified in 1868, and the Nineteenth Amendment, which officially granted women the right to vote, was in 1920. Yeah. So. A hundred years ago. Right. Right. Like. And since then, obviously, we've made like leaps and bounds. There's a lot of precedent that's in the law, a lot of rulings, but things are still very much like every case can be unique because there's nothing in the law that says that we can't make a determination on something based on gender. Yeah. It doesn't say that we can't do that, really. No. So... um The ERA would also provide protection for the advocates women or for the advances women had made in the last 100 years. We've had to fight long, hard political battles to earn the same equal rights that men, firstly white men, inherently had because of their gender. The belief and what seems to be proven time and time again is that males inherently hold rights and females must, if treated unequally, prove that they hold those rights too. So we're still kind of doing that, right? Like we still have to say like, okay, I was treated unequally because of my gender. Now I have to prove that I deserve this. So a big part of it would be to to stop having to do that. Yeah. So now I was like, I, I want to go down the rabbit trail of like people that oppose this. So I looked up some articles that were kind of neutral. They were listing pros and cons to both. And I looked up one that was like super conservative and like, you know, found zero good for it Mm -hmm. and only the cons. So we'll go through that first. The, um, the article that I looked at was on a website called eagleforum.org, which Mm. is one of those, um, that doesn't 
actually makes sense that that would be the name of the website for a really conservative. I know. It's perfect, isn't it? It's so good. It's so good. It had like a screaming eagle in each claw. Like one, it, one was a Bible and like one was like a noose. It had like a screaming eagle behind an American or in front of an American flag. Yeah. Flapping in the wind. Um, And it, it was perfect because this is the other side. This really is the other side that strongly opposes yeah. it to a really large degree. Yep. So some of the things that they're concerned about is more power for abortion law protection. So um, what we have seen happen is in states that did ratify the ERA, their um, abortion laws became much less strict. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was really almost nothing to stand in your way of getting an abortion. And people, obviously, there are people who really, really, you know, staunchly oppose that. Um, that's definitely the biggest issue is abortion, I think. Yep. Um, which this is interesting because even in their own article, they said women would be able to overturn abortion laws because the argument that abortion is unique to women and therefore restricting them is a form of sex discrimination. And I was like, and all that is true. Say that one more time. So in their own website, what they say that women will be able to do is say women would be able to overturn abortion laws because the argument that abortion is unique to women and therefore restricts them yeah. is a form of sex discrimination. Yeah. Which I was like, that is true. So what do we do with that? We do have to figure that out. What do you think? I don't know. Abor- I ha- abortion is so messy, I feel like. Like we've already talked about it before on the podcast. If you guys want to listen to our opinion on that, I think it's in the first episode that we did of um, Answer Me This. Um, but I think like those are things that have to sort themselves out how they will throughout the government. Women still deserve to be to have it be said that we're equal based on gender, that we shouldn't be discriminated against because of gender. That should be written somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because we have had so much discrimination. Yeah, without a doubt. Right. So I think, like, you can't just ignore the fact, like, you can't use something that you don't want to happen as a reason to not allow something else. Of course. Like, to say, I can't let this thing happen because it's going to open a floodgate to something else that I really don't like. It's going to give power. It's just like the... It's just like the, the, the age-old tale of the white male in America in power. like and Deciding what's best for everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. It's like, you know, if, if we make voting too easy, meaning that like everybody's just automatically registered, like Michigan just moved that way, then right. chances are people will try to vote people out based on you know like the the like the the ideas of the minority isn't the ideas of the majority so why would we make it easy for the minority to vote we, we should right 100 percent. i know that my group of people is very good at prioritizing and shows they're up responsible to vote. people they're that smart. support the things that i, I want yeah yes. exactly 
So I don't want to change the rules because that works for the things that I support because all the people like these rules were made for people just like me. Mm -hmm. And this is how I operate. And they happen to operate very similarly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I fully agree with you. It's. But then on the other hand, I'm like, is this a question of, you know, wherever you stand? And I'm not I'm not I'm not picking a side. I'm just I'm just making this argument or this I'm, I'm, I'm proposing this question because this has been brought into my mind a few different times. Sure. Recently. And I, I'm kind of thinking about it now is. Is it OK to deny something like this, even though you think this is clearly, you know, what needs to happen for something that you think is a greater good? So, like I said, People are like, I'm not going to give women this, even though they, you know, it's, I don't want them to be discriminated against based on their gender, but it's going to open the floodgates to something that I think is more important. So I think for the greater good, we should protect this other thing. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing with the greater good, it's so, it's, it's not even like we can all agree that abortion's wrong. You know, if it was yeah, like, right. It, if it was like, I don't know, like something that would actually hurt, like abortion does hurt a being, I believe. And I'm not, I don't think abortion's an awesome thing by any, any stretch of the imagination. But like, if it was something that would like create, I don't know, I can't think of an, I can't think of something similar, but the only thing, like just the idea that comes to my head is like restricting, if you said no one under the age of 18 could have a cell phone because of the dangers of social media and the, you know, the depression that, you know, Instagram or cyberbullying can cause somebody. Mm-hmm. So we say we're going to protect our youth by not letting anybody below the age of 18 have a cell phone because of this one bad thing that could happen or yeah. unfortunately happen. You also limit, I mean, you're, take, you're taking away someone's rights based on what you think's best. Yeah, but we do that. I mean, like, like you can't sure. smoke cigarettes w- until you're yeah, 18. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not, because we think it's best for you not to do that. Now it's 21 that, in Michigan. That's awesome. I know. Starting it's 21. It should be, you have to, if you make it to the age of 105, you can smoke. Thank you, Democrats leading our state for these great new <laughs> laws you're adding in. Um, yeah. And that's, so that's a good point too. But, but the thing is, is like, there's no law that's where... Like you're not taking away individuals' rights, you're creating laws that are good for good for society. They don't the the argument that you're saying that they're making is that they don't want women to have explicitly stated rights because they could say that, you know, they could overturn abortion on their own. Mm-hmm. Or the constitution would allow abortion to be legal, essentially. Yes. So Because it would violate gender discrimination yeah. gender discrimination law. I mean, same thing if, if, if that amendment was ratified and passed, like you would have every major, co- every company, but every major company, all the women would get together and get their average salary and t- start a, and get a federal yeah, 100%. case. 100%. Which is interesting because this, um, the, this same article that I'm, that I'm sourcing from also says that it won't do anything for the wage gap. And I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, you just That's- had one lawsuit. So it would take one Supreme Court lawsuit and it would yeah. change everything. Right. You would have to like make sure that you're paying men yes. and equally. Um, another concern is that it would harm women 
certain laws would be overturned that provide benefits for women because they show preferential I can't. treatment towards women. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't have this argument that it, it's the same argument people, when people said back in the 1860s and 1870s that giving blacks their freedom would harm them because this is all they've known for the last 200 years. Right. It's that same argument. Right. It, it, so here's some of the things that they are, you know, that benefits that women have. Examples. Labor laws that benefit pregnant women would not be allowed because that would be gender, like, discrimination. It wouldn't, but go, go I, ahead. Yeah, I don't understand how that would be either. So now what we're doing, I think, is we're saying, like, if you if you make any decision based on something gender related that's that would be gender discrimination so then it yeah. can't be i mean it's just like anything it'd be like saying if like women can't get testicular cancer right right so if a man gets testicular cancer and has to and gets medically for that you could make the argument well then he can't get testic he can't get leave for cancers that are only um right that only you know are Right. That only men can get, you know what I mean? Well, and it's about like equality. So, like, okay, fine. If if a man ever gets pregnant, he is welcome to the same entitlement of like labor laws that we would want him to be able to take yeah. the restrictions he needs. He won't. Well, I mean, but a, if he were to, well, a transgender man had a baby, right? So that's the same thing, exactly. So I just think. Women are pushing for like equal rights. We're not we're not pushing to try to create this weird scenario where we're constantly stopping each other from getting rights. Mm -hmm. It's it's equal rights. So if we were to receive something, then men should also receive that benefit. Yeah, totally. So here's another interesting one. Um social security benefits for stay-at-home mothers based on their spouse's income, they say would go away but right now and this is just like so hilarious this was on the site and i just love rbg for this um they 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 quote rbg who says that or sorry they don't quote her but they use her in an example she claims that the current gender neutral benefit language is still a violation of the equality principle because it encourages women to stay out of the workforce and as such she would overturn the benefit anyway so it's like already gender yeah. neutral and RBG's like, no, it's still not good enough for women. Yeah, totally. But it's like, it's already gender neutral. So if we were like, yes, and everything has to be gender neutral just like this, they're saying that would be harmful to women. How? It's already gender neutral. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I What's the name of this website again? Um, Eagleforum.org. From what I can tell, their only goal is to make sure the ERA never <laughs> makes it into the Constitution. <laughs> um, I mean, their their two headlines are religious, religious security, and or religious freedom and border security. Those are their two. Oh, so they're 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 taking up other. Causes. And a woman is the president. Her name is Uni Smith. I know, and I was like, hmm. And a woman was president. Phyllis Shafley was president before her. Right. Um, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders 
is giving a lunch with them on February 1st. <laughs> <laughs> what state are they in? Illinois. It's Illinois. crazy. This is cr- that's cr- it's crazy. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but this is this is actually though all the things that they cited that I read in other articles, most of these are the the same concerns. They don't just speak for like 10 people. No, they don't. No. There are a lot of people who have these same concerns. I mean, their second to last blog post was asking your senator to vote no on impeachment. Yeah. For a president who literally worked with a foreign country to try to incriminate one of his own citizens. I know. And then the next one is talking about House spending like drunken sailors. Um, like the House spending bill, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. When the Senate in 2017 passed the largest spending bill or 2018 spending bill of I all know. time. I can't even. Let's not go down. I'm just track. saying. I know the source. So I'm. I say that to say this: that the arguments you're making are from, which probably a lot of people would adhere to what you're saying. Those points that you're making from them, they're saying, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. The organization making these points aren't crazy people. Who don't see reality. Mm-hmm. So let's just preface it in those terms. Okay. Uh, deal. Okay. So another one is um, another way this harms women is that they would be exempt. Uh, the exemption from women being drafted in the military would be removed. So women would be, if we had a military draft, women would have to be drafted at the same rate and put on the front lines at the same rate. Mm-hmm. Um, as men, but so here's a question that I have. And like, I, I do have to say that like, if I were to be like, oh no, that darn, we can't have that. That would be extremely selfish to be like, no, let's just keep sending our like 18 and 19 and 20 year old boys to do this. And let's not have any women do that that would be really selfish i don't i couldn't in good conscience say like i don't want to see that overturned like it would be fair to have women and men be drafted at the same rate i think it would would it be fair to have okay this could go down a tangent here this could be a rabbit hole type situation so if we don't if you don't need to go on this give me one of those looks you give me sometimes no i i definitely want to go down it okay so would it be f- would it be just let me not even use the word fair just mm-hmm. for the any professional sports league to have to be you know mixed gender from a like from a from like a, and it, i would say this is an equality question yeah physically men and women are different yeah totally you don't like there's a, like every woman in the WNBA could kick my butt in basketball without even having to try. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that that's true in the NBA just based on just based on physical abilities. Yeah. So I think that if this is what I because I, I agree with you, I thought of this, too. And I was like, this doesn't have to be about gender. This can be about performance. Like we can have different things based on performance. Right. Like if you. If you can't lift as much weight as men, let's say, and they're going to take 20 of the strongest people, it's probably going to be 20 men. Yeah. 
They would just be the strongest, though. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be exclusively about gender. We don't have to say men and women. And and the, the reason that I, the thing with the military gets me is because it's like, I think it's very nice and I get it. It's like chivalrous. And I don't, I don't think we should lose all chivalry. But at the same time, it's like women want to be treated equally and we're capable of being treated equally. And is it fair to demand that and ask for that, but then say like, but yes, please don't make us do anything that we wouldn't like. No. Yeah. I don't, I I don't think that that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, like for example, if they drafted women at the same clip, they drafted men, then Mm -hmm. we should put the women into officers, make them officers and have them make the decisions because it'd be a much more probably strategic and the war would end quicker just because they, they, they can think differently. You know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. or have every person, because they do, like when you get drafted, if you get drafted, you have to go through some kind of test and they put you somewhere. Like physically, guys that couldn't do it would be put into offices or would be, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. So do that. If there's women that can keep that can keep up or like that can meet their physical standards, then put them in the front lines. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, most of the time women are smarter and can make more rational, level-headed decisions than men can. And yeah. so put them in charge. <laughs> That's a good idea. I, I honestly like more women in government would probably do a do a lot for like this world world peace. Um. Well, we know a woman running for the Michigan third, don't we? Yes, we do. Hillary Skolton. Dot com. Grand Rapids people vote give for five dollars, give ten dollars, give twenty. Um, what I was gonna say though, that's really interesting. What you brought up about sports, because I think what's What's really, really easy is to say, like, this is like a men's league. But it has happened that if schools don't offer the sport for for females as well, then they have to allow female students to play football or something if they want. And that has happened before. And that's great. And it's, you know, fantastic. However, does that is that a two way street if if. If we said, okay, we have to get rid of like the NBA and the WNBA because we're discriminating against um, people based on gender, right? We're saying you can't do this because you're a woman and you can't do this because you're a man. Then we could say, okay, it's about skill. Then it would just be all men. It would be two NBAs. Yeah, for sure. Because women women wouldn't be able to win just ba- because of size. 100%. So, so now... Let's take like the ERA and just put it on that. Couldn't people make arguments about that? Would something as meaningless as sports be in jeopardy from the ERA? I don't think so, but maybe. It could be, right? I mean. I mean, are men being discriminated against if we say like you cannot play in the women's league? Yeah, no, for sure they're not. They aren't or they are? They're not. Yeah. Because there's a men's league. Because there's a men's league. It's equal then. You can play in... It's equal. So maybe we should have other countries agree to have women armies. And then we can just yes! have... Our, we, can have, we can have gender armies fighting against each other. Oh my word, Adam. We are so brilliant. I know. This I, is genius. So and I bet you if I got five minutes with Trump, I could convince him we should do this. He's like, you know what we're doing? We're starting a women's army to be safe, to be to be fair. 
I'd be like, well, oh my goodness, this is such a decision, which, you know, I'm really hoping I get drafted to the women's Navy, but <laughs> I don't want, I don't want the women, I you don't want the female Marines. You would hate them being on a boat. Beth. I, I would love. You want me to go on a cruise? I can't even take you on a Disney cruise. You want to go on a cruise? What? How are you going to go on a boat? True. For months, like hmm. seven months. I don't, I just don't want to be in any other branches. It's fair. The Navy seems like the best. I mean, if we're talking vacations, that's a whole different thing to be choosing from. Um, a couple more things that they're afraid of. will Women will be harmed. Um, gender assigned bathrooms would be removed. That's not true. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Both. Okay, here's the argument. Both genders have access to the same facilities. It is equal. The only difference is women don't get urinals. That's if that's unfair. And men don't get couches a lot of times. So I could see the argument. If you want, like, I would we love a couch. We don't get couches. That's Some, just something that I've been, would... what, Listen, the church I grew up in had couches. Um, I, I was, my mom t- told me and I went in there with her when I was like five once I saw a couch. Okay. Do you know what's so funny, you guys? When we were in high school, I don't, so we're high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. When we were in high school, Adam and many of the other boys would ask us all the time, what is it like in the girls' bathroom? And we used to make up, do you remember this? Yes. We used to make up a bunch of stuff that was not true and Mm-mm. not in there, but we would say things like that. We have like several couches. There's like three rooms in there, like places to relax. I know. Did you believe that? Yes. That's so I funny. know reason not to. But looking back, I would never want a couch because who's going to hang yeah, out in the bathroom? Yeah, who wants to hang out in there? No. Nobody. Especially a boys' bathroom. Ooh, a high school boys' bathroom. <laughs> Woof. No. <laughs> Not a place to hang. The only thing that ser- that place served good for was me and my buddy would meet in there between class and just talk for like 15 minutes during classes. Oh, yeah. And then go back. We'd meet at certain times. Did you always use the same urinal? Or yes. The- yeah, of course. Every you have time. to. Same. Gotta go to the same spot. It's like once, if somebody's in there you, and you walk in, you're like, should I come back? Should I? Sometimes like, we would just go in there. Me and, my buddy, sure go. me and my buddy Curtis would just each have our own stall. Mm-hmm. And we would just be in there for like 20 minutes during class. And when kids would come in, we'd just yell, ask them what their names were. And then if we didn't like them, we told them to leave. Oh. Because we were, we were upperclassmen. You guys, this is called being cool. This is called being in a small Christian school and living the high life. <laughs> oh, anyway. man. Um. Anyway, that theory, that's the dumbest one they've made, the argument they've made before. That, I mean, the whole website's stupid. The whole organization's stupid. The fact that Huckabee Sanders is their keynote speaker also tells you everything you need to know. But holy smokes. Yeah. Well, and let me just, let's just put the whole gender bathroom thing to bed real quickly, okay? Let's tuck it in. Here we go. Ready? I was at a restaurant in Chicago, and in the back... So that there still was some privacy provided. There was just kind of like a room that had an open doorway and there were sinks and like seven stalls and everybody just used the same area. Mm -hmm. There were no urinals. Nope. It was just all the same. And so nobody could like hide in there to lock the door and catch you once Mm -hmm. you walk in. It was open and everybody was just using the same, moving in and out freely. Yep. Exactly. Problem solved. Problem solved. Done. We'll just have bathrooms like that. and Or just do those single bathrooms. Well, when, 
just have stores only have like three bathrooms and each one closes individually. Most big, well, most big cities now rest, rest in some of even GR now, they're just, everybody's wash closets. Yeah. They're non-gender specific. Oh, 100%. Problem solved. Problem solved. Done. Well, uh, and furthermore, like sometimes I walk into like our local Jimmy John's and there's two like washcloth closets and they're gender specific. And if I'm waiting for somebody in the women's, I'm just going in the men's. They're the same. We d- I don't. Yeah. We don't need. It doesn't matter. It's such a silly. I thing. do that at our local sushi place all the time. Just I I do. I don't I think go it matters. The they're the, the same. They're the same. They're the same. I think Good. a cook is always in that bathroom because it's always locked when I go back there. Oh. Sushi Cooney. Yeah. Gotta work on that. Mm-hmm. Great thought though. If you're in GR, you want to get some good sushi. Sushi Cooney. So here's a couple more um, cons. These ones are are things that I just found online and from other articles, not from this one, not from um, Eagle Forum. So 37 states have ratified it. If one more does, then the only thing that could prevent it, because that would be like um, three-fourths or whatever that you need to put it into, into the Constitution, the only thing that would be preventing it from law would be that the deadline for this was in 1982. Bit expired. Bit expired. So several of the states ratified it after the deadline and like the Supreme Court or I don't know, whoever allowed them to do that. They still allowed it. So now there's sort of like a precedent set that it's kind of like, okay, so like one state did it and then a few more were like, oh, you're going to let them do that even though yeah. it's after the deadline? Okay, we'll do it too. Um, it's just for posterity. It makes no, they're doing it because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but the weird thing that's happening is, is that the deadline was in 1982 and we're still fighting for it. So either way, no matter what happens, if another state jumps on board, we, they, like the ERA is again just in another round of the never-ending rounds of fights to try to win. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just go to the second round. It's yeah. going to be like the deadline already happened, but then they're going to say, well, there was, you know, like they allowed these states to enter in afterwards, so precedent was set. So, and they're going to say like, that doesn't matter. It, 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 it Nothing is going to happen. I don't know how they just start over. We almost kind of need that. 38th state to see what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. I want to guess. Can I guess one state that hasn't ratified it yet? Totally off, off the top of my head. You have to Google it. I didn't look them all up. Oh. Guess it. Guess Utah. It. Oh, they actually haven't. I do know that one. Hmm. Probably Mississippi. They, um, they though, are... They, there's like five right now that have it like... It's like proposed. Gotcha. And Utah is one of the ones that's like, they could be the 38th state. There's five right now that could be the 38th state where it's proposed. However, in the 1970s, there were five states that decided to rescind their ratification of the ERA. Okay. They were Nebraska, Tennessee, Idaho, Kentucky, and South Dakota. But there is nothing in the Constitution that says states have that power. So they can ratify... Um amendments but they can't rescind their ratification mm-hmm. or at least it doesn't say explicitly that they can do that so even if the 38th state decides to ratify the era 
and it's expired, we also would be dealing with the fact that are these states even in or out? I mean, they're in. You can't unratify something once it's ratified. Yeah, but they're still all going to fight it. Yeah. So some sort of precedent is going to happen. It's a whole nightmare, man. It is a nightmare. It's such a cluster. The states that haven't ratified it are Virginia, which is surprising, Alabama, Arizona, which is kind of surprising, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and our good friends over there in Utah. So the Stone Cold South. Stone Cold South, the the bigoted. The the people who didn't want to be a part of this country anyway. Yeah, we should have let them go. Should have let them walk. <laughs> Lincoln, what were you thinking? What man? were you thinking, Lincoln? Oh, what were you thinking? That's the first pod shirt. <laughs> we need shirts based oh on my sayings. Gosh, that'd be so fun. Lincoln, what Merch. are you thinking? Lincoln, what are you on thinking? the back? It what? says, Lincoln, "Let them walk." <laughs> <laughs> Take Utah while you're at it. <laughs> Utah officially part of the South. <laughs> yep. Utah's a part of the South. I'm surprised Virginia's in there because they're pretty much blue now. Maybe they'll have, maybe they'll ratify it. Beth, maybe you should make your life's work making this thing pass. Like run for some <laughs> kind of office and pass the ER or the yeah, ERA. I'm certainly not gonna let a man tell me what my life's work should be. So, well, I'm just it was a suggestion. I wasn't saying you have to do it. <laughs> no. I'm, but even still. Uh then how about this? I'm going to telepathically suggest you should do some, put something in your brain, then you can have the idea on your own. Thank you. Okay. So here's the, the last one that I, this is one that I actually um, agree with that is problematic. Since it was originally written over 40 years ago, it doesn't take into account some of the newer forms of gender identity. It's not inclusive of, of people who don't identify as male or female. So what about those people? They have no rights. Exactly. Yeah. So that is kind of a problem with it. It it was, I mean, the idea was introduced almost 100 years ago, and the actual language that we have now, um, we've been trying to get past for over 40 years. So gender identity has become a huge topic, and we've been learning a lot about it recently, and this wouldn't incorporate um Anybody who doesn't identify as male or female. So that is a problem. We would have to almost, we would essentially be like leaving out a group of people, which wouldn't be good. Not ideal. Not ideal. So having heard all that. Sure. What do you think? Tell me. I mean, I think you know what I think. Like, this is crazy. It's also, again, driven by this idea that to state it, to put it in law would be to create more problems than not, and everything's, quote, fine the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so abortion is probably the biggest reason, because mm-hmm. that's the biggest, I can see, the biggest reason why people, conservatives slash men, don't want it to pass. The other yeah. thing, too, is with most men, this our leadership is still driven by men, and the idea that they're especially white men already feel like they're trying to be replaced or they're trying to be kicked out or they're being forgotten. They're not going to try to pass a law that's going to potentially take more limit, more of their influence and power. Yeah. So you're screwed in that standpoint. Um, but like there's, you know, there's, you're not going to hear me say, I think it makes sense. You know, (laughs) there's no part of this that like, 
I can't see any. The only thing I can see is people it causing a lot of um, legal changes because if it's ratified in the Constitution as an amendment, then you're going to get a bunch of cases that should happen anyway. Yeah. You're gonna, it's going to force equal pay. It's going to end the abortion debate, mm-hmm. completely end it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the two things I think that most people against it don't want to see happen. And they think too, like, look how, I mean, this is what MLK said. He, he, they would say, don't, aren't you happy with how far you've come? He said, I won't be happy until we are equal. Right. And right. Um, that's the same thing for women. Yeah, totally. Aren't you happy with where you're at? You can wear pants in the workplace now. Like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's just amazing. Like, just looking back on my life, just the idea of, of women and like only probably in the last five years have I really seen what a minority women actually are. Like, you don't, yeah. I can see African-Americans as a minority, Hispanics um, in our culture I can see I can see those minorities and how they don't have it, how it's not fair and how it's stacked against them and how they don't have the same ability and rights that whites do. Mm-hmm. But people grouped whites, men and women together, and it's not even close. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. But I'm not surprised. And just he- hearing about our friends over at Eagle Forum and their ideas confirms to me that it's wrong to be against it because their ideas are all garbage. Yeah. Their their logic is completely faulty. I could poke holes in all of it, no problem. Right. And I'd say too, if you're listening to this and you think this is just nitpicking, women have equal rights, this is like a dumb argument. They don't, and it's not. And so why is it that you think that? Like what what is it inside of you that's saying this is why are you why do you think it's wrong? Or why do you think it's bad? Like I think people he, People hear this stuff, they're like, what else are we going to nitpick about? This is just a liberal agenda. This is that and that. Women do have equal rights. They're not being persecuted against. They have opportunity. You know, this is just another thing to create division or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would say, challenge your thinking and ask yourself why it, why it bothers you. Because it's a thing. Or ask yourself why every right that, we've, that we have, we've had to fight for. Mm-hmm. Like, we have rights because we fought for it's every great, single one of them. That's a great point. We weren't given any inherently because we were women. We had to prove our value, and we still have to. But, like, I think that I think the biggest reason that the ERA, that we need it, is because we really can't see a rollback of all the things that we've achieved in the last 100 years. And this would secure the advancement that women have made. Yeah. And that's really important. Totally. I mean, so this might be a bad example, but like, you know, we in in, in middle school, in eighth grade, our history class was a living through history class. So we weren't taught history. They actually had us do it. Mm-hmm. Starting with, and you like, it was really interesting. I loved it. It was my favorite class because you actually got to be a part of it. And you learned history lessons by actually like doing it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. And so I was the first president, shocker, and we had currency and my, my face was on it, another <laughs> shocker. Um, and uh, we got to the amendments part and like we passed civil rights, like you didn't, pa- like we, we passed, because well, one, 
the one African-American kid in our school was in our class. Yeah. So like that's that. I mean, we would have done it anyway, I think. But it was like, oh, yeah, like we're all very much. That was like our first thing. We got we got we ended slavery right away. Like like we we, you could break history from that standpoint. Yeah. Uh, That was the first thing we wanted to vote on. We voted on it. It passed like, you know, 31 to nothing. Yeah. We got to women's rights and all of us guys thought it'd be funny not to. And it was just the guys that could vote in the beginning. Yeah. Because he's like, women can't vote yet. Right. So then um, uh, a girl in our class brought forward this amendment and we all voted it down. Mm-hmm. And our teacher let us do it for like four or five days. And then he overruled it as like the supreme you know, yeah. leader of the class. But I say that to say like we thought it was hilarious. But we're also like. We have more power. We have more you. power without yeah. you. We can do what we want. Mm-hmm. And there was some part, most of it was like just element middle school kids being middle school kids, but there's a little part of it that definitely had this feeling of like, I'm in, when you have power, why would you give some of it up? Like it goes against the most core tenets of humans, especially ones that fight their way to become in the U S Congress. Right. So you're not going to convince me it's a bad idea. Eagleforum.com. Can you be more specific? I wasn't trying to convince you. You're not going to convince me of that. And I would just say, like, if, you, if this challenges you, if you listens to this now and you're like, this is kind of nuts. Women have equal rights. You should really, like, reach out to us, but to Beth specifically, because she spends a lot of her time thinking about this and have a conversation because it's just not true. And if you think that it is true, you're wrong. Yeah. And I'm okay to say it. Like, this is an opinionated podcast. You are completely wrong if you think that this is not a big deal. It's a huge deal. Well, very well said. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. That's it. That's... That was my topic. And I, I just, I stumbled across something the other day and I was like, man, a hundred years we've been just trying to say, get mm-hmm. it to be said. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's still such relevant news and it's been relevant news for 100 years that we are trying to be equal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, should we tease next week's? Oh, Yes. I am so excited for this. Do you want me to? No, yeah, this is all you. You're, you're the one that booked it. So um, next week, we'll be airing an episode about fangirling or groupies. Mm-hmm. And we're having a guest on who is, she has dedicated most of her adult life to a couple of boy bands um, that Mo- she follows around. Yeah, mostly new kids, right? Mostly new kids. And I think Boys to Men is the other um, the other one, and actually, we're uh, we'll be um, talking with her on Wednesday this coming week, and she gave me her schedule because she is going to a concert even this week. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm really excited. Her name's Emily Buckner, and she's going to be on the podcast telling us all about her lifestyle and how she got into it, and how she chose it, and people's misconceptions of. Her life, and I'm excited to hear yeah. from her. And she went to high school with us, so she can uh, she can testify that we are high school sweethearts. Yeah, that's right, that's, exactly. She's one of the 26 people we graduated with. Yep, 22 people. So awesome. Well, if you uh, want to react to this, please do it. At, uh, you can email us at hot take at happilyopinionated.com. You can also get us at Adam at happilyopinionated or Beth at happilyopinionated.com. Also on Instagram. And Twitter, or Instagram and Facebook, it's Happily Opinionated. Twitter, it's Happy Opinions. And you guys, tell a friend about us if you love this podcast. That does so much sharing it on Facebook, anything. Um, And leave us a review. Five stars. Five stars only. 
Yep. Five stars are all that are accepted. Yep. We have one four star. I really want that person to go change yep. it to five. I want you to show your face. <laughs> I want to see your face, four star person. I want to know who you are. <laughs> all right. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care.